Welcome to the Organizepreneur Podcast, the ultimate podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to supercharge their business. I'm Eldrima Harper, host of the Organizepreneur Podcast. I'm also a business organizing strategist and coach where I specialize in helping solopreneurs, freelance professionals, and service-based providers. This is to ignite, build, and transform your business dreams into reality. If you're feeling overwhelmed, struggling to manage clients and tasks, and worried about things slipping through the cracks, you're in the right place. With my signature framework, not only are you able to get your time back and get on track, but also turn your passion and hard work into a sustainable and profitable venture. Mindset is, but here are some other startup mistakes that people uh, make when they're launching their business. They neglect the importance of business organization. Right? Confusion arises from chaos. Okay, and so when you um, approach um, launching your business, there's the, a point where you gotta get organized. Okay, you gotta get organized. I truly believe that the difference between struggling entrepreneurs and successful ones is organization. Right, organization. And so uh, this is a quote that I found. Um, that says clutter is the physical manifestation of unmade decisions fueled by procrastination, right? I can't tell you how many people I have served over the years that did not understand that, number one, clutter, the clutter that you see is always a representation of what's going on inside, Right? And again, it's the manifestation of unmade decisions because you, you, when you find yourself in a cluttered situation, um, that's going to cause procrastination, okay? So clutter is the physical manifestation of unmade decisions fueled by procrastination. Um, research also shows that or suggests that a cluttered environment can lead to decreased productivity, and increased stress, stress, right? This is really, really important to understand the impact of clutter. Clutter costs you. It can cost you millions. It can cost you financially. It can cost you emotionally. It can cost you mentally. It can cost you physically. It impacts a lot of different areas. Um, not only that, when you are unorganized, you reduce your productivity. There are missed opportunities that's associated with disorganization, overwhelming stress, missed opportunities, because a lot of times when you are in a cluttered environment, you can't really seize those opportunities because you don't see the opportunity. Because a lot of times what happens is you are, people are busy trying to um, 
trying to figure out, okay, how do I stop this, these things from falling through the cracks? How do I make sure that I am doing, uh, you know, following up, you know, and all of these other type of things that's associated with business and trying to launch your business, right? It can be overwhelming. And so decluttering your workspace, your digital space, and your mental space is essential. And it's essential to creating an environment that helps you to focus, be productive, and have peace of mind, right? And not only that, again, it impacts your creativity. And I'll share an example about that uh, uh, here shortly. So, but I want to move through all the mistakes first. So mistake number two is mismanaging your time, talent, and treasure. So the reason I put time, talent, and treasure is really more about mismanaging your resources. And your time, your talent, and your treasure are resources that you have, right? And when you mismanage those things, your time, your talent, and your treasure, and mismanage your resources, there's going to be consequences associated with that. And I love this quote by Stephen R. Covey. He says, the key is not spending time, but investing in it, right? Time is your most valuable asset. It cannot be recreated. Now, the Bible does say it can be re um, redeemed, but we'll that's another class for another time. I've talk, I actually talk about that in some of my uh, other courses that I do have. But again, it's, it's not spending time, but investing in time. It's, it's an investment. Uh, the number one thing I tell people about time management, and I know I'm talking a lot about time because, again, it's your most valuable resource, and it affects, you know, treasure uh, and other things as well, your, your time and your treasures and all of those things that, you know, we um, consider our resources. But time management is not about managing time. It really isn't. It's about honoring commitments. It's about honoring agreements, right? Because the moment you, um, the let me say it this way. When you get up in the mornings, right? If you don't have some type of agenda, by default, you're making a commitment to chaos, okay? By default, because you're not uh, thinking about any type of commitment if you don't have some type of agenda. And so that's why I say time, uh, the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. And when you mismanage those resources, right? your time and your treasure, right? Then your time, your talent, and your treasure, then you are going to miss out, right? Time management skills are a significant predictor of academic and career success, right? And so it's extremely important Um when you mismanage time, you miss deadlines, you get stressed, you burn out, 
things are not working efficient efficiently as they should, you can get into overwhelm and you can have, you will have slow to no business growth because things are falling through the cracks and you're trying to, you're spending time trying to find those things. Even this is, this is personally and professionally, right? So these are just some of the consequences associated with just mismanaging your time. And so the thing that you have to do is you have to set clear goals. You have to prioritize your tasks. You have to exercise um, tactics like time blocking, right? You also have to manage your distractions. In this online space, there are so many, so many distractions, so many things that's, that's, that's competing for your attention. And if you're not careful, you will not get anything done, right? So it's also important that you look at how to delegate and outsource and, and take some type of time management training, which I'll talk about toward the end, okay? But mismanaging time is mistake number two. And it's not about just cramming, you know, as many tasks as possible into your day. It's not about that. I just said, you know, what it was. It's about working smarter, achieving better results with the time that you have. All right. So that's mistake number two. Mistake number three is overlooking systemization. Okay. And I know that I'm, I'm moving kind of fast, but I really want you to, you know, if you're able to take notes or whatever, you'll be getting the, um, the replay of this, and you may have to go back and just kind of, you know, slow this down a little bit. But um, these, these four mistakes are very, very essential to creating, uh, to understanding so that you can create the type of infrastructure for your uh, business launch and, and starting your business. So the power of efficient operations is essential. And a lot of people really overlook systemization, right? I love this quote by Albert Einstein. It says, if you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you all what you what you always got, right? Nothing changes if you don't learn or if you continue to overlook the importance of systemization, okay? There are um, some statistics that show when you have systems in place, you are 30% more profitable. That's by McKinsey companies, 30% more profitable, more profitable, which means if you're making $1,000 uh, a month, when you have systems in place, your business will triple, okay? Your business has the opportunity to triple. And so uh, the consequences of overlooking systemization is e inefficiency, inconsistency, right? And that is so important because what happens is if you don't have systems in place, then you may, you won't have consistent, predictable uh, type of uh, activity in your business. And, and it's hard to scale that. It's hard to build on that because it's inconsistent, right? So you got to have systems in place in order to have the right type of infrastructure 
in your business. You, it's gonna, you're going to have a hard time scaling your business, right? And it's going to increase your cost because you're spending more time doing things manually and not figuring out how to put uh, automations and systems in your business um, when you first launch the business. Now, you may not know what systems you need, but there are some um, very foundational, uh, very common systems like CRMs, particularly if you are in this online space, right? you got to figure out um, what type of systemization is going to be needed, but you're going to need some automation. You're going to need uh, CRM so that you can keep track of clients and where they are. You're going to uh, need to figure out um, what type of onboarding process, right? And particularly if you're launching a coaching or consulting business, even if it's a VA type of service, and that's the type of um, um, of clients that I have worked successfully with. Um, and so systemization is important, right? Identifying key processes, documenting your workflows. And I'm telling you, it's even as I have been in this, in this particular business over 20 years, even with the way that I've tweaked it, I still have to uh, look at my systems and my processes and my automations so that I can uh, see what kind of results I can anticipate so that things are consistent across the board, right? Uh, I'm, I'm continuously improving things. I'm using technology, right? And, and delegating responsibility. And you monitor and you measure things as you go, right? So, overlooking systemization is mistake number three. And it's really all about creating the type of framework that enhances your efficiency, that makes things cons consistent across the board, right? It makes things scalable, right? And so, but it also allows you to be adaptable, <laughs> right, when needed. Sometimes, as I've said, you know, um, early on when we first started talking, there are things that, that may be in a marketplace that you may have to adapt and make, you know, changes uh, in your business. So you have to be constantly looking at all of these things because in this online space, and I know I'm talking a lot about you know, the online space, because that's where most people, that's how most people um, start their business, businesses. In the online space, there's a lot of moving parts, right? A lot of moving parts. So don't overlook systemization, okay? Now, the last one is monetization. If you don't know what monetization means, it's really all about the making the money, the revenue, the income, right? But the mistake that a lot of people make is um, they want profit before preparation, right? Profit before preparation. And what happens is um, you, let me, I, I'll share that and, and give me just a second because I want to, I want to share a story of an example that I read just this morning 
Um, no, actually yesterday. So, uh, but I love this quote, even though I don't know who said it. <laughs> uh, don't focus on making the money, focus on making a difference, right? Have a why, have a purpose in your business. What is your mission? For me, I can tell you that mine is all about ministry. I know that what I do is a ministry, right? And so that's what I focus on the fact that I want to make a difference in people's lives, okay? And so I know that what God has given me in order to serve my market is, uh, is, is, is doing just that, right? And so that is my why. Uh, success is not in what you have, but who you are. Are you that person Right. There's a concept. Let me say it this way. So there's a concept that's called be, do and have. Right. Which means you got to be before you can do and then you can have if you do it. Right. And I'm really um, it's actually a concept by. Um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. I'll get back to it later. But be, do, have. Look it up. As a matter of fact, I do have some training on that as well um, on my podcast. So, but it's not in what you have, but who you are. So you have to be before you can do, and you have to do before you can have, okay? That is the, the whole concept behind the be, do, have uh, principle. 20% of small businesses fail in their first two years, often due to financial issues, capital. Um, and so... It's and not only that, disorganization, right? So that is also a part of the reason why a lot of businesses fail because they don't they don't put the right infrastructure in place so that they that they can have something that's sustainable. Okay. And what happens is people run out of run out of cash. That is the most um, the second most common reason for startup failure, according to CB Insights, is they run out of cash. They may have cash in the on on you know when they first start their business, but they run out of cash, right? And so, and I want to get to um, the uh, story uh, that I wanted to share with uh, with you all. Uh, because a lot of people, there's two things that happens when rushing into monetization, rushing to have, you know, making money the object of your business rather than serving people. Um, when you do that, and just like I just said, you know, not putting the right infrastructure in place, what happens is financial instability occurs low quality products and services um, you'll have you can you'll have in damage to your reputation and burnout but let me share this story because I keep talking about it and I haven't um, uh, you know I I just read it it was in my email and I was like this is perfect so there was uh, an, an instance where, um, a marketing consultant was hired by a client, right? And the marketing consultant decided to stop working with the client 
after scaling that client, after helping that client to to go from $400,000 a month to $1.2 million a month in 30 days, okay? So the consultant uh, stopped, the marketing consultant stopped working with him because he said when the person hired him, the person told him that they were ready to scale, but they were not. And so what happened was they sold so many products, the client sold so many products that they couldn't keep up with the demand and had to refund over $300,000 of the revenue. That's the kind of uh, refund that refunds that they had to start giving back because they had sold so many products. But here's, here's, here's the kicker. In an attempt to save the reputation, they still delivered products to people that they refunded the money to. And so they lost a whole lot of revenue on the products. So not only did they refund their money, they also delivered the products. And so they lost money. And so the whole point of this is that a business needs to be structurally sound before taking on a whole lot of a tsunami of traffic or a tsunami of clients, right? Because that doesn't solve all business problems, right? And so, um, and so, yeah, so um, it can cause financial instability and low quality in products or services. And so they were trying to scale and they did, but they damaged their reputation, right? Because they couldn't sustain it, right? So rushing into monetization is, uh, there's a lot of danger in that. And, and here's the thing a lot of people try to do as well when they want, they, they want a lot of traffic, they want a lot of clients and they want to rush into this, this whole thing what happens is they, when they don't have the infrastructure um, prior to this, because here's, and here's what I've seen. Here's what I've seen. A lot of people will want to, they have one product or service, but then they want to diversify their efforts, right? And when they do that without the right infrastructure in place, they're all over the place. So it goes back to not having quality service, not having quality products, being all over the place, trying to do this and that without allowing the one thing that you start, why not allow that to fuel, right, and finance your other endeavors, right? And so that's what I mean by rushing into monetization, right? So the thing is, you got to really develop a solid plan, solidify your plan, do some market research, find out who is your avatar, who is your client, who is your perfect client, right? Um, you got to have the right pricing strategies in place, right? Financially, preparedness, Financial preparedness has to be in place. You got to test and 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 read, you know, and and revise and revamp. That's what the entrepreneurial journey looks like, right? And it requires, like I said, patience and persistence, 
right? And so rushing into monetization can lead to short-term gains, but it may compromise your long-term success, right? Because again, it needs to have the structural infrastructure, um, the structurally sound, it must be structurally sound before taking on a large tsunami of traffic and clients, right? And so here's what I want to do. I want to share this with you, and then we're going to get to the uh, Q&A because I know that I've shared a lot of stuff. I mean, this was like I was trying to get all of this information to you about these mistakes um, that I see all the time. And the reason I shared that is because I have made those mistakes as well. And I don't want anyone that's listening to the replay or even live with me now to go through. I want, I want to help you avoid the pitfalls, right? And so if this is you and you're on here and you're listening or you're on here now live and you feel like, yes, I want to launch my business, but I want to make sure that I have the right infrastructure in place, make sure that, you know, I can uh, uh, be able to handle clients. I have a good idea. I know, you know, the type of uh, the type of business I want to start, you know, things like that. That may be you, but you may need some support. Well, maybe you need some tools to get, you know, and tools and techniques to help transform transform your environment into the income generating powerhouse. That's what you want is an income generating powerhouse. Maybe you need some strategies to start your business. Maybe you need some strategies to streamline and systemize your business for capacity. This is all about capacity, right? Being able to handle, you know, the business, um, the, uh, the entrepreneurial journey, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, right? Being able to do that is really going to require that type of structural in infrastructure and foundation for you to uh, be sustainable. I love this quote. I got to share this. I just love this quote. It says, organization, organizing is what you do before you do something so that when you do it, it's not all mixed up. <laughs> I just think that's such a great quote. <laughs> so here it is, the four-step framework that I um, offer my clients, organize, optimize, systemize, and monetize. And I just shared with you the four, these are the four overlooked mistakes that I see happening in the marketplace and that I know that I can help my clients uh, through that, right? Because 23%, 23% of startups fail due to disorganization, right? And so here's what you get. You get video training that provides you with step-by-step -step strategies, uh, um, an ever-growing resource of library workbooks, te uh, templates, access to an inner circle community for accountability, connection, and support, live group coaching, Q&As every month. That is what you get so that you can launch your, launch your business sustainably private group chat, connection, feedback, and support, co-working sessions so that you can implement the tasks, work on assignments, 
declutter, get organized, stay accountable. And again, it's not just about decluttering and getting organized, right? Let me share this with you, um, and then we will move to the Q&A. So Rebecca, Dr. Rebecca Malhai went through my decluttering challenge. It was a free decluttering challenge. She ended up launching her writing service. Now she uh, launched this. This was something that she already did that was a part of her career, but she decided after she went through the decluttering challenge to launch her business, her um, freelancing, freelancing service, right? And this was just one module that she went through and I was offering it for free. And that's when I was telling you upfront that that was a part of the realization that I had that people who were going through this were launching their businesses, right? And so she launched her business. As a matter of fact, I sent her some business um, for uh, after she launched her writing services, I sent her, uh, you know, some businesses, some business. And so, uh, so that's her. Um, Stacy Weaver launched her virtual assistant service. And here's the thing: when she came to, when she found out, you know, she found the event, just like you all who are on here found out about this event. She found out about the event, and she didn't necessarily need so much of the uh, organizing piece. She knew that there were some things that she needed as far as organizing, but she was already kind of organized. So she was like, well, you know, I'll go to this and, you know, get some organizing tips. Well, as a result of it, she actually launched her virtual assistant service. Now, here's the thing. This was in February of this year. She has not even been um, in business for a year yet. And she is on track for six figures, six figures. She's got four clients. She's actually my current client um, right now. So she decided to uh, move forward with my coaching. And, um, and so she is on track for having a six figure business. And she hasn't even been in business a whole year yet. So a part of one of the things that I do is, um, and that's the, the, the organizedpreneur uh, inner circle. And, and those four steps is what I was sharing with you. That's a part of what people get. Not only do you get to understand how to get organized for your business, how to optimize your time, your talents, and your resources, how to systemize your operations. I also show you how to launch your business and how to get leads for your business. Now with uh, Stacy, who was just, I uh, just showed you, she gets referrals, right? She, she only has four clients, okay? And so, but she's on her way to six figures, right? But there are other ways. And I show you how to get leads for your clients, how to get leads through podcasting, how to get leads through referrals, how to get leads by uh, creating events. I show you step by step by step how to do that. And so what I decided to do, uh, and I am just offer, I'm just starting to offer this, um, this organizedpreneur 
inner circle uh, for people who, again, freelancers, service-based professionals, coaches, and consultants, I am offering this as a, um, a way to kind of look over my shoulder and be able to go with you step-by-step. Step. You watch over my shoulder how we set up your business, right? How I helped her to set up her business, how you know, the, the four steps that I just shared, there's a detailed process. There's a detailed framework within those four levels, the opt, the organization, the optimization, the systemization and the monetization. There's four, there's a deeper dive is what I'm saying. And so you get the opportunity to watch over my shoulders. Now this, what this is, is a six month mastermind that I am launching. I have not launched this before, and I decided I was going to do that now um, as I'm teaching others to launch Sorry. their business, right? Listening and subscribing to the podcast, simply go to organizedpreneurpodcast.com. And also check out the freebies available, including a free training at TheOrganizedPreneur.com. So you ready? Let's go.